What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to uh, Six Rings Cane Show here, joined, as always, by Danny Gillette, Vish, and uh, the legend Larry Bluestein. What's going on, fellas? How you guys doing? Good. 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 Well, as uh, before we, uh, before we um, get it going, obviously, we've got a really special guest coming on today, if we can, if we can figure it out. We're having some technical difficulties um with uh i would just say it right coach frank ponce is coming on the show uh trying to trying to work out some details there as he's you know just coming back from vacation as well and and so we definitely want to you know be wary of his time uh so as we get that going uh we can talk about our sponsor real quick prizepicks.com if you um if you want we can kind of get it started with that uh vish with Price Fix, uh, let's talk about the, our Price Fix sponsors, the official daily fantasy app of the Five Reasons Sports Network. Uh, make sure you're using the code Five F I V E. Um, Price Fix will match your initial deposit up to $100. Um, uh, and the good thing is that you don't have to use it all as at once. So you can ma- they'll match your initial deposit up to $100. Use the code Five F I V E when you sign up. Uh, you don't need. Uh, you can play all the sports: NFL, NBA. Uh, NHL, MLB, everything. You can do it all. So uh, make sure you guys log in, uh, 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 sign up with the, with the code 5. You don't even have to use um, – you don't have to play with the same players in the same sports, right? You can use different players different sports. Sign up. Pick two to five players. Choose the, uh, uh, the over-under on individual categories, and it all depends on how much you want to win. Simple as that. Go to pricefix.com. Sign up, again, using the code FIVE5, and they will match your initial deposit up to $100. Um, Pricepicks.com. Let's check them out. Um, yeah, so as we get things going now, listen, even, you know, before we get Coach Ponce on. So uh, he, he is backstage again, if you want to give it a awesome. shot. We, uh, we have had some technical difficulties. Let, let's, let's see, see if we, happens. yeah, let's see if we can give it a shot. Let's bring in Coach Ponce. Can you hear us, Coach? Um, I don't even think he can hear us right now, huh? Coach, can you hear us? 
No, I don't think he can hear us. But we have him on there. <laughs> but we, 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 said, we, 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 we said we'd have Coach on. And there he is. You can all see him. Um, <laughs> not what we had in mind. But, uh. Yeah, he's having some technical difficulties. We'll try to um, we'll try to work it out and see if we can um, get him going on the phone. It's always tough. Sometimes these StreamYard, these StreamYard links are a pain in the butt uh, when it comes to that. Uh, Coach, try it with yeah. Yeah, yeah. Try it without the video. Coach, try it without the video. So, can you hear us? I don't know, but if you stop the cam, there you there go. It is. Let's, can let's you... see if that works. I don't know. The phone Coach. is also very difficult to use for StreamYard. No, he... no, damn. No, Coach Pond sounds like Barry White right now, though. Um... <laughs> <laughs> He's frustrated. Uh, I can tell. Yeah he, yeah, he is. You know, tell him don't worry about it. We can we can bring him on at another time. It's no. You know, I don't, I don't want, I know that he's, uh, he's probably had a long day today too. So, um, coach, if you can hear us, there you go. Uh, blue, if you can send them, if you can send them some, a message, you know, not to, you know, not to worry about it. We'll try yeah, to get yeah, I get you. We'll try There's to get always room week. for coach on the show. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sorry about that. Um, Kane's fans, but we'll definitely have coach Ponce on. Um, hopefully we can have him on soon. If not, you know, Make sure you tune into the podcast. We will. We'll definitely have something with Coach Ponce later on. So, um, but first things first. Listen, guys. I mean, this is a this is a really important week, and an important weekend coming up as well. As uh, the Kings are, uh, correct me if I'm if I'm if I'm not mistaken, DJ and, and Blue. They are hosting some guys this weekend, aren't they? And of course, some big names are, are making some decisions as well. Yeah. Go is ahead, bar- DJ. Is the barbecue this weekend? By the way, I believe so. If I'm not mistaken. I believe so. Max, mm-hmm. Max, you're on the you're if you're if you're there, uh, barbecue might be this weekend. If you guys can answer anybody on the on the stream, uh, any of the uh, Kings fans that are on the stream, uh, but yeah, so a lot of big names are going to be uh, announcing this weekend. We'll get to that real quick, uh, DJ, in just a second. Uh, but I want to talk a little bit about this. I mean, look, we're about we're less than fifty days away from from the first game of the season, which is really exciting, right? We're a couple days away, a couple weeks away, if I'm not mistaken, from uh, from training camp, I guess you want to call it, right? So yeah. uh, it's, it's actually called fill the sleeves. Fill the sleeves, baby, uh, as Coach Feld likes to say. Uh, we've got the fill the sleeves program coming up soon, which um, they're just going to get down. They're going to get dirty. They're going to get into it. Uh, and it's going to be it's going to be hard, hard nose. Uh, uh, just football all around. Um, coming up now within the next couple of weeks, um, seven twenty-four for the barbecue. So that would be uh, Gary. Thanks for that. Seven twenty-four would be Sunday. Yeah, so the barbecue Sunday. Sunday. Huh? Yep. Okay. Okay. So it is this weekend. Uh, thanks. Appreciate that, Gary. Um, the practice doesn't start till the following Monday. Right. Right. Till the following Monday, which would be yeah. the fifth or something like that, or uh, fifth, yeah, sixth, yeah. seventh, eighth. Oh wait, wait! Now Fernando is saying Fernie is saying the barbecue is seven thirty. Um, yeah, it's next you know, week because the coaches come back this week, get ready uh, a week before the uh, team, and so uh, then the, then the team comes back the following. Fingers week. crossed, we can ask one of the coaches. Let's try this again. We're gonna try one more time. Okay. Yeah. Co- coaches, coaches, not giving up the ship here. So, I mean, this is why. I'm... <laughs> Coach, got... yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> First touchdown of the year. <laughs> you, you don't sound like Barry White anymore, Coach. <laughs> no, I tell you what, I, I had to go get my daughter's phone, man. I, I, I have to get a new, I have to get 
new phone. <laughs> well, we appreciate it. I know, I know you've had a, a long, I'm sure exciting and fun and fun vacation and, uh, and a long day today. So we, we definitely do appreciate a few moments uh, with you today. Um, and uh, we're excited to have you on. So we appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. I'm excited about it. Hey, before we start, what kind of furniture did you buy? <laughs> Bro, I went to City Furniture. I got some good stuff, man. I, 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 I don't have anywhere to sit right now at home. So been doing that, and uh, I'm excited about it. It's, they're, they're trying to get it here on Saturday, so I won't have to wait that long. So they're helping me yeah. out. Nice. I, I actually I have City Furniture coming to my house tomorrow. So oh, yeah. that. there you go. There you go. Um, Coach, we were, we were actually just talking a little bit now. You know, we, we, everything's start, starting to get going now, right? We've got mm -hmm. less than 50 days till the season starts. We've got Fill the Sleeves, uh, the Fill the Sleeves program with Coach Feld uh, going to start soon. We've got a lot of things, obviously, uh, happening uh, with regards to, um, you know, recruiting and, and coaching and just getting everybody prepared right now, right? What's it like right now? I know you got a lot of things going on. What's, what's the feeling around the program? What's it like right now uh, getting ready? for for everything to just kind of come together and, and and for the ball to get rolling right now well the first and foremost i think there's a lot of excitement around the city around our team around our staff and for, and be honest with you most of our staff right now has been um out with their families and, and vacationing and uh just spending time with them uh, and we know we're about to crank it up here on start monday uh, we'll be back in the office and then after that the following monday we'll start camp and you guys already know how that goes. And once we start, it's going to be nonstop. But we're all excited about it. Um, there's a lot of energy uh, in the program right now. And it starts from the top. As you guys know, with our head football coach, Mario Cristobal, it starts there. And uh, and, and, and it just um, everyone gravitates to that energy and everybody's fired up. So, And I think it's, it's been um, showing with the recruiting part of it. Uh, guys excited about joining the family. And then our players, our, pay, our players have been phenomenal working their butts off uh, this offseason. And they they had a little time off, but they've been working this whole time. And PLPs, our player-led practices, and the weight room with Coach Fell, as you mentioned. So there's a lot of energy. There's a lot of positivity going on. The guys are excited about the season. And I think the biggest thing is they, they believe in the process right now. And they're trusting in it. And I think that when you have that in a team – and especially when you first year staff just coming in here in such a short period of time and them entrusting in us and embracing the new culture is it's going to pay dividends later on this season. Coach, what, what is the uh, last year at this time you, you kind of were ready to circle the date where you would be coming back to, uh, uh, to hard rock stadium with Appalachian state to play Miami. Uh, you were offensive coordinator and doing a tremendous job and, yeah, uh, you came down here and uh, lost in a last-second field goal. Uh, you probably look at that and say, "Wow, there's no way I could have envisioned that the following year that you would be here." Talk about that and talk about the emotions. I mean, you 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 are from here. You coached with Mario before at FIU. You had an opportunity to come back here with Louisville, and then last year, and now you're you're home. Uh, what does that feel like? It's been a blessing. It's, it's been a blessing for me to come here and spend time with my family. And, you know, it's just in this business, Blue, as you know, you never know. You're, you're, you're in one spot one year and then things change. And, and it could be uh, a career changing uh, for, in, in a positive way. So when you look at those things there and know exactly what, like you mentioned, coaching with Coach Cristobal prior 
at uh, FIU and just had, knowing what type of individual he is and what type of coach he is and what kind of vision he has for the University of Miami, uh, just being in the, coming from another program and building that program and winning a champion, a couple of championships there, and then just being part of uh, the culture where he's been in the past. Uh, so he's um, a, definitely a great leader. Uh, he knows exactly what he wants uh, and what he envisions for this program. And, and we as coaches, assistant coaches, we know that. We know that and we embrace it and we want to be part of that. And we're excited. I mean, it's uh, something that, you know, if you look at it, like you mentioned, I was last year at Appalachia State and I'm thinking, Blue, like we talked before and, you know, ourselves and, you know, I'm thinking three years, five years, you just <laughs> never know. I'm thinking, okay, you know, I'm in the groove now. I, I got to where I want to be. But then this comes up. And I know it's an opportunity to continue to grow as a coach, as a in my profession, and I'm going to continue doing that. You know, unfortunately, my wife wasn't able to come down because of her contract, but that's the only piece that's missing right now down here in Miami. But uh, that's going to change soon, so we're looking forward to that part of it. And once she gets here, it'll be, it'll be I'll be back in heaven, really, because it'll be home because right? she's here with me. Uh, so, and uh, but other than that, you know, it's it's been a, like I said, a blessing. It's, it's excited to be back home and just be around friends. I can't tell you, you can imagine how many calls I got when I first made the move here and everybody found out. So, and, and everybody's been so supportive and appreciative that um, me be back home. I, I go to places and I say, coach, good to have you back home. I, and, and, you know, it just like, you know, the genuine part of it, of our fans uh, and people you don't even know, they come up to you and say, and they're excited about the program and what they're reading and what they're seeing that they're, the direction that is going in. So there's a lot, a lot of uh, people are excited. Uh, we're all excited at University of Miami and the football organization. So we're looking forward to the season. And, Co and coach, real quick, before we get, uh, Vish, Vish has a question for you. We get, we, uh, we have to mention, right? I mean, you can, you're going to get some really good fritanga again, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did that the first week. Uh, as soon as I got back, you know, some, uh, some Cuban spots, some fritanga spots, you know, Nicaraguan food, and and you know, just being here. As a matter of fact, right now when I get off this call, my what my daughter is waiting for me. We're about to go eat some um, right now. So, you know, it's just awesome. uh, and just the vibe, the city of Miami, and how beautiful it is here, and the culture, and the diversity, and the excitement around the football program, at the University of Miami. So, uh, it's been it's been awesome. Awesome. Go ahead, Vish. Yeah, so uh, coach, uh, thanks for joining us and and welcome home. Um, I had a question on uh, our quarterback uh, Tyler Van Dyke. So we had a great second half of last year. Uh, I was wondering what your assessment is uh, of him and kind of where you've worked with him on getting better because you always got to be improving, right? So curious sure. where you felt like he could work on it and what kind of the work you've done with him. Uh, well, you know, so going back, I just want to mention this here. So when we were, I was at another school. And we were recruiting uh, all three quarterbacks in our room. So, you know, so I always, I always kind of give them a hard time because, you know, judge, I tell, I tell Jake, I say, man, you big time. You wouldn't call me back. And Kari <laughs> Brown did the same, you know, but they were nice kids. They were wonderful to talk to. But the one guy that was always phenomenal and he was over receptive and, and really engaged in, in the recruiting process was Tyler. So, you know, when you get here, I said the first person to text me to congratulate me on, on being here at the University of Miami taking the job was Tyler Van Dyke. And, you know, that that spoke, it speaks volumes about the young man. He's just a fantastic human being. Uh, not only that, but obviously we all know he's a great 
quarterback and a great player. And, you know, he's seen all these accolades and all these awards, watch lists that he's on. But watching him and, and knowing exactly what type of play he was in high school, and that's the reason why we were recruiting him, and then watching him in the season and watching the games when I first got here. And I follow the University of Miami. I've always been a big fan of it. I was root for them as long as we weren't playing them. So, uh, But, you know, just watching him and his maturity and just going there as a freshman and doing the things that he was able to do last year. And, you know, one of the biggest things I will say this, he kid goes up to Pittsburgh and beats one the number – top quarterback in the country in the draft. So, uh, and not only him, but you just look at all the other games that he had and just a great job they did with him. And, you know, my job is to continue to do that. And I think he's in this offense, he's very suited for him. I think he's going to be very successful. I think Tyler's a very intelligent young man, so he's going to have a great season. Uh, his, what we're working on him right now, to answer your question, is just his decision-making in our system to be a lot uh, quicker and like I said he sees he can be on he's developed in the spring from watching him the first week to the last week in our spring game right so he's been working on getting to his two threes and sometimes four progression and he does it in a very fast pace uh, so that's that to me tells it speaks volume because the great ones can do that the game is slow for them and that to me is something that is key in our process in our teaching and our offense and any offense, really any quarterback, that's an intangible that you have to be able to anticipate throws down the field, but to be able to understand the defense and be able to already adjust and be able to be on your second and third adjustment progression in the offense is something that is, um, that a lot of guys can't do and Tyler can do it. So we're excited about him, but you know, that's the biggest thing that I've seen improvement in him. And as a group, uh, you've seen it as well with, uh, Jake Garcia and JB, uh, Jakari Brown. So, you know, we're excited about those guys as well. They're very talented, very competitive as well. DJ, go ahead. I know you got a question for Coach. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Coach. Thank you for joining us. Um, mm -hmm. So, right now you have, you know, Tyler, Jake, JB, but you also have quarterbacks to work with in the future in Jade Rashada and, and Emery Williams. All the quarterbacks that I just mentioned and, as you know, are extremely talented. What's it like knowing that you will have this sort of talent pool to work with? And, you know, how do you think, um, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll develop moving forward? Do you have any specific goals that you want to achieve with them? Or is it going to be more of a player-by-player -player basis? Uh, I'll answer the question when I talk about the guys that we have in our room now. So, uh, you know, those guys are, are like I said, they're very all, – all three young men are phenomenal human beings and phenomenal leaders and student of the game. So that part of itself, when when you sit sit down with those kids and be able to sit down and talk football, go over coverages, talk about our offense, our scheme, our plays, our progressions, and each specific play, to be to see them be able to grasp it in such a short period of time and improve, uh, make big improvements from spring day one to the last of uh, our spring game. It's very satisfying, very gratifying for a coach to see the kids are embracing the teaching and really meeting you halfway because they're very coachable. That's one thing we talk about, just being coachable as quarterbacks. Uh, so what, what the things that we the things that we want to accomplish with them is, again, when we're talking about Tyler is to be able to work their progression and be able to once we sit in that pot, once we get to that last drop step for us and be able to step in the pocket, deliver the ball. The ball's going to somewhere, okay, which is one, whether it's one, two, or three, 
and our progression, but it's got to come off now. How does that happen from studying film, understanding what the defense is doing, and if they take your first progression away, you're on two and three right away. That's the biggest thing that we're working on with every single one of our quarterbacks, and I think that they've done a great job of doing that and getting better. And as now in the summer and with the player-led practice and them going out there, those are the things that we focus and we talk about to make sure that they continue to do that. We can't be out there with them, so they have we trust in them that they're coaching each other, and they give a lot of feedback. And once you see that, you know that these kids are really invested in their position. They're very competitive. They're a very close group now. We have five quarterbacks in our room, and they're all very close. You guys always see them hanging out together. But they understand that they're competing for a job. And the competition will make everyone better, as we know. And that's the one thing that we talk about is continue to compete against each other, push each other every single day in practice, because that's the only way we're going to get better and be a top-notch football program is that every position in our organization is always competing to be the very best. Coach, you mentioned Jake Garcia. Now, here's a guy that if he didn't get hurt last year, could be in the same situation as Tyler Van Dyke. He could be the guy because, you know, he the, the only reason why he didn't is be, he didn't get the chance is because he was hurt and uh, wasn't given that opportunity. Talk about the type of spring he had and and where he is in his development, because we know that Tyler and we know you know, what Tyler's capable of because we saw, you know, a half a season, maybe three quarters of a season of his work. But what about Jake? I mean, Jake, Jake's one of those guys came from California, went to Valdosta and then uh, and, and was really ahead of this entire group, you know, as far as coming out of uh, high school as a, you know, as a recruit. Uh, so he's obviously a talent. Where is he in his maturity and his development as a quarterback? You're exactly right, Blue. He's a very talented young man. And the biggest thing about Jake, he's he has a desire to be very good and learn. Uh, you see Jake, he's always watching film. He's always coming to my office and saying, Coach, can we go over this specific play? I want to understand the better. He'll spend time with our graduate assistant and Nate Crutch and, and spend time with him as well when he can't wait if I'm in a meeting or so. So he's always trying to learn and always trying to get better and compete with Tyler. So the biggest thing with Jake is uh, he's learned now to understand how to process the information a lot quicker. And I think that, you know, when we talk about this here, it's something I learned, right? The best plan is the simple plan. And I always tell the quarterbacks this, man, see a little, see a lot. And I think when you simplify things for yourself and understand that this is not very hard, uh, guys, this is this is a game of of, of you know, a football, it's, it's, a, it's a simple game and keep it that way. And we talk about that. So Jake has really improved in that part uh, where he has helped himself by simplifying his progressions, his thought process. And again, see a little, see a lot. And that's something that we talk about a lot in our room with all our guys, but he's really taken that too hard and he's really made some big improvement. Uh, he had a great spring game and it really did. So we expect him to come down into and go into the fall and, and still compete. And they know where they stand right now coming from spring, but they understand that this all starts all over again. The competition will begin again, and they have always that opportunity to compete for a position. Coach, coach, speak, speaking of competition, right? I mean, we can't, we can't uh, help but to not leave out Jakari Brown, uh, who obviously comes in, uh, young guy with a lot, a lot of talent, though, all the measurables. I saw him once um, at the mall standing right next to Jaleel Skinner, and he's every bit as tall. 
um, and and almost as big as Jaleel already. So uh, he's got all the measurables. He's got a lot of arm talent. Um, but I know there's things that he wants to improve on. But listen, he's a, he's the type of guy that I can see coming in and pushing Tyler and push pushing Jake a lot, right? We we saw him a lot in high school, do a lot of things with his legs as well. So he brings that element of the game. What are certain things that you want to see out of Jakari Brown now coming into uh, you know training camp and and him getting better? Uh, you know, is there an opportunity for him to have certain packages where he's able to use his athleticism in the games? What's what do you see out of Jakari Brown? Well, the first first thing about Jakari, he is a phenomenal athlete, an unbelievable athlete. And with that being said, you know when you have a quarterback, because he's only you know he's a quarterback that can throw the football really well and happens to be a great athlete. And I love that when I say that about a kid. So, you know, he's like, he has all the physical attributes. And the thing about Jakari, you know, he'll walk into a room and he'll, he smiles, he lights up the entire room. So he's the kid, kids really gravitate to him and really understand that, you know, this kid is trying to be a good football player, make an impact in our football program. Uh, whether or not he has a, a package for him, that's going to be off up to Coach Gaddis, our offensive coordinator, and, and obviously Coach Cristobal to determine that. Uh, but he definitely will be able to do that with no problems whatsoever. Uh, you know, from talking from the spring and watching him, how he improved and developed, really started a little slow, really in the middle of spring ball, really caught on and started making some really nice plays. And you saw what you – everybody got to see him coming out of high school, the things he's able to do, creating plays, extending plays, uh, the biggest thing that he has to get better is, and then we talk, and he's working on this right now um, as we do it, is being able to, to stand in the pocket and deliver the football. And I think he's gotten better at that. He showed that in the spring that he can do it as well as the other two, uh, as Tyler does and, and Jake does. So once he really take a, a whole grasp that he has to be and be patient in the pocket and not rely to start running around and try to create things when he really doesn't have to. I think those are the things that I think Jakari is going to be great at once he he's able to really eliminate that part of it and really focus in his pocket presence. And that's the biggest thing. So I give every every single guy a quarterback of our kids, okay, this is what we need to work on. This is your focus. Everyone has one thing, two things that they need to focus on. And that's the biggest thing for Jakari is to be able to trust the protection keep his eyes down the field, trust his eyes, and deliver the football down the field because he knows what he's doing. He understands where the receivers are going to be. He understands the defense, but he's just trusting what he sees and making the throws down the field, anticipating throws, and he's getting better at those things. So I think those are the things that he is going to improve on, and once he does that, I think he's going to be something special. One final question, Coach, uh, from Larry. Go ahead, Blue. Coach, uh, the one thing that I was going to ask you, 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 I mean, and obviously, Ja'Curry's got mad respect from the Northwestern kids because he crushed them. Yeah. <laughs> he he beat them 42-14 up there. Uh, the thing I was going to ask you is, Coach Gaddis, I mean, here's a guy you didn't know a lot about before you got here, but somebody who was a defensive back in high school and college, and all of a sudden he's made the progression to to being an offensive coordinator. You're working really closely with him. How's that been? It's been great. Coach Gas is a great dude, man. He's a funny guy. You know, the biggest thing I've learned uh, what, just working with him this spring is uh, his his passion for the game. And, and he really understands. What, and you, like you mentioned, you know, he plays 
he played safety in college and, and that was his thing. He's a defensive guy, but understanding what defenders and, and defense are trying to do in an offense and you're able to counteract those things and, and be able to set a plan because you know where their weaknesses are. Uh, so right. uh, he obviously has a great offensive mind. Uh, he does a great job in his packages and the way he's it's all set up. You know, I've been great with him. Obviously, I have to be an extension of him with the quarterbacks, being the quarterback coach. And he always relies, uh, he does heavily rely on me. I said, okay, how would you teach this progression on this play here? And sometimes, you know, we sit down and talk about it. I said, Coach, I think this might be the best way to do it. What do you think? Right. Either he'll agree with it. I said, well, let's try it, you know, and, and let's look at it. And that's how we operate. So it's not, you know, I, I let's do it my way. And, you know, the, this is the way we've done it. Coach is very open. And as long as we're getting what we want to accomplish and that's to be successful, then it's, there's no no reason to change it. So it's been a, it's been a very nice uh, work environment with him and really enjoying what the things that the offense brings and the packages that he brought from uh, Michigan and his, just the way he runs the offense and, just seeing the things, a lot of similar things, Blue, that we did as well as, you know, with that, that I ran as an offensive coordinator. So a lot of things are very similar. Nice. Um, you know, so it's it's been a nice transition for myself, but at the same time, it's been really nice working with Coach. Good. Go ahead, Jazz. Well, Coach, before before you uh, go, I know you're working off your phone, so you can't really see the chat. Needless to say, you're a very popular guy in Miami, in particular with our Nicaraguan community, which has shown out big time in the chat. So you're getting a lot of Fernie Tapia, Gabriel Lobo, so he met you at Legends Camp. A lot of your fellow Nicaraguans are in the, are in the chat and, and giving you love. So just wanted to pass that along since I know it's hard to see it on the phone. I appreciate it, man. A lot of love back to them, to everybody, really. Awesome. Awesome. Coach, Coach, we truly appreciate you coming on. I know we had a little bit of technical difficulties at the beginning, but we got it down. Uh, hope you've bought some really nice furniture, by the way, and um, uh, so you don't have to sleep on the floor or anything. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but we I do appreciate right now I'm sleeping on. <laughs> I know. I know it. I, I understand that. I, I get it. I yeah. definitely do. So um, thanks a lot again. Uh, we can't wait for, for the season to start and see uh, see this office and the quarterbacks kind of working under under your tutelage and uh we're really excited to see it so nothing but um but blessings to you and and luck uh as the uh, season gets going thank you guys so much for having me man i really enjoyed it and hopefully we can do a lot more of these absolutely you're always welcome whenever you want go eat go eat man <laughs> fill that skinny body up man go ahead i'm gonna go eat right the blue <laughs> take it easy thanks, coach. Thanks, thanks coach. a lot all right thank you guys have a good yeah. night you, you too, too. Nice, huh? You know, he's uh, that just right, shows. Man. Get we, coach we, we, out we, of here. Fish <laughs> forgot how to work this thing. There you go. <laughs> no, usually, you, hey, when you usually they hang up on, on us. He, he he didn't. So what'd you say, Blue? Usually, well, usually we, when the stream ends, they just hang up. I never have to yeah. actually remove people. He's still backstage, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> he's waiting to see which if you bring him on again. Um, but I'll tell you what the thing is: is it gives the the fans who listen to to our podcast uh, and opportunities, you know, to go inside. Sometimes, you know, coaches can't come on the show for one reason or another. And like he said, next week they start everything and, you know, he'll be grinding. I mean, this, this is early, uh, you know, in the work day for Mario Cristobal's uh, coaching staff. So next week they will be, uh, you know, hard at it. And then obviously, you know, in two weeks, it's going to be crazy. And uh, listen, 
I've said it all along. They have a coaching staff right now that can, that's conducive for winning. And, uh, you know, and, and, you know, I've known uh, Coach Ponce for f- 40 years. And uh, one thing about him, and I followed him and, you know, I've, uh, you know, wherever he went. And uh, he's always been that guy who who's a passionate, hardworking person. And um, the only thing, the craziest thing is, is his wife moved up to North Carolina to be with them. And uh, got a job uh, at one of the TV stations. It's Christine Cruz who worked here. Right, used yeah. to work here at Channel Seven in Miami, and she got a job there, signed a contract because she thought it was going to be. And now she's up there, and he's back here, and uh, and he just spent some time with her. And uh, good dude, I'm telling you guys. Very and good. how how can you not like him? Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, and, it's, and it's I think it was a. I think it was a good. And and one thing I really appreciate is he was very substantive on his answers he didn't give us a lot of coach but he kind of went into details and i think it sounds like you know the opportunity to work with mario was just because there there's that's a lot of personal sacrifice to come down here um and also you know he was the offensive coordinator as a quarterbacks coach here so right but i think it was the opportunity to work with mario and I, again i think anytime you talk to any of our coaches like it's not just the fans they all expect to do really big things here and basically they all signed up to do that so well, this and, is just it's just exciting I'll tell you. I'll tell you, Vish, if you don't think he was excited to be on the program, he just texted me and asked how he did and and, and <laughs> was he all right? Oh, and, he's uh, bad. and he goes, boy, I had such a great time. Uh, you see, that's what, you know, people are understanding what, what this what this Wednesday night it's all about and what, what it will be all about. Uh, we're trying to, you know, we had Ray Ray on last week. We had Coach Ponce this week. We'll work to get on, you know, some people who – you know, you don't get a chance to hear, you know, Coach Ponce, the, the assistant coaches, Vish, are, are not, you know, they're not the guys that everybody listens to all the time. And usually Mario's the guy and you get an opportunity and get an insight to what's going on. So it's uh, it was great having him on. Great friend and a, a tremendous person who really cared. You know, there's, you know, ideal because uh, on my radio show, I have a college coach on every week and it's sometimes it's hard to get him on and pulling teeth because, they think they're bigger than they really are, but right. not Frank. He's he loved it. No, he is. Uh, I mean, just just talk. First of all, he, he he sounds very cerebral as well. Like like the way that he kind of and you said it, Vish, right? Substantive, right? substantive. The way that he kind of like breaks down how he he's talking about Van Dyke and TVD and, and Jake and, and, and Jakari and all these guys, like just the way that he is, it's absolutely incredible just to hear him talk and how, how um, like focused he is on working with these guys. Uh, the, the things that he sees, the things that he notices, the, the, the things that he wants to improve on even a guy that who's a potential first round pick, right? Uh, TVD is, is obviously one of the top quarterbacks in the country right now. Um, but make no mistake about it. Like for me, like a lot of people don't realize, like he's very, and he mentioned it here a little bit, but he's very involved in this offense. And look, Coach Gaddis is one of those guys that's going to be, <laughs> he's going to be wanted by so many different schools in the next year, year or two that he's got an opportunity that if this program does well and the quarterbacks kick ass and the offense is, is, is just firing on all cylinders, he could be the next guy, right. To be the offensive coordinator. No doubt. For the Hurricane. No so doubt. I think that, you know, the fact that he is, is so, you know, just kind of like in, into like just into with coach Gaddis and with the whole entire offense um, tells you that this team, this coaching staff 
is just it's one heartbeat and obviously the 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 biggest one right is coach Cristobal but he lets them do what they do best he does not hamstring them and that's that's what's important because I know in previous administrations obviously we're just leaving at that they weren't always given that that freedom to do exactly what they wanted to come here and do and so you know well, it's it's a complete reversal it's the freedom to do it and it's the competence to do it right like right i don't know that i mean not not to talk specifically i'm trying not to disparage anyone but like the the caliber of coach on the staff is so high right now it's unbelievable that you can empower them and you know they'll they'll be fine whereas if you looked at some of our previous staffs you couldn't say that certainly not across the board Right. We had individuals like that. That guy's a great coach. And I mean, and it Lash- starts at the top. It yeah. But look at, top. look at Lashley's the head coach at SMU now. Like, I mean, like we, he was the offensive coordinator, right? Like we had a totally fine offensive coordinator last year, but across the board, probably not. And one of the things we talked about with Cristobal, you mentioned jazz, you know, Ponce pretty, I think pretty clearly the, the progression is gas is going to get a head coaching job soon. And Ponce will be the offensive coordinator. I think we kind of know that that's the progression. Same thing right. defensively. Charlie Strong's the linebackers coach right now. He didn't come down here to be a linebackers coach forever. Right. We have Kevin Steele there, who's a veteran. So I think you're going to kind of see, again, you're going to see that progression. So Mario's building a program, not a team, a program. And that's what you're seeing. That's why you're seeing the energy. They all believe in the mission of the program. That comes across when you talk to any of the coaches, any of the players. I tell you, I tell you, and, and you know, I, I'm I'm excited. I, I really am. And uh, again, I I appreciate him coming on the show, um, especially when he's you know, getting getting ready for the season. So he, I'm sure he's got a lot a lot of things going on. Um, and, and real quick, right, talking about the season before we we get into recruiting. By, by the way, DJ almost caused a a, a violation here on the show, but whatever. I, did. I apologize <laughs> on that. I really no, no, you don't think he gets that all the time? I'm yeah, sure. Pots is a pro. He, he just yeah. like I'll talk about the coaches on staff. Yeah, obviously the coaches can't talk about recruits until right. they uh they sign. So uh, they, hey, we almost made headlines, baby. <laughs> I mean, not the kind of headlines we want. To not make. the kind of headlines but... we want. Not the kind of headlines we want. But, you, would, um, you, you would have seen me kill a stream so fast. You didn't see me go <laughs> like this. You didn't see me. Like, I was like, no, no. Oh, I, I, the, the 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 end broadcast button would have been hit immediately, but the coach navigated right around it. I can I can see Jazz's head going like you this. Saw, right? <laughs> yeah, but, but again, uh, to your point, like not a big deal. Ponce, yeah, Ponce no. yeah, they yeah, get yeah. asked those questions all the time. They know not course, to answer of course they that do. part of it. But now the answer I know the rest of the question. Time. So, but well, he, way, he answered the rest of the question. And so. to answer that question, yeah, he's got to have a lot of firepower next year. Let's just be honest, right? It is what it is. Um, uh, the season's getting ready to go. Blue, Vish, DJ. I, I want to go around really quick around the horn, just kind of what your thought process is on where where you expect them to be now and how you expect them to, you know, to, to kind of progress throughout training camp and where they need to be before the season starts with well, obvious, you know, there's the obvious answers, right? Right. Like they need to be, you know, ready to go. I mean, blah, 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 blah. There's, there's a lot, but like, what do you want to see in specific? Is there a specific, maybe, maybe there's a specific room, right? A specific position room that you're looking at the most. Maybe there's specific players, maybe uh, um, just all around blue. What do you want to see? And how do these coaches and teams prepare even a week out before training camp starts? First of all, we're not looking at Alabama to start the season. Woo, thank God for which that. Which is uh, a whole lot different than last year at this time. But to answer your question, I want to see the linebackers step up. Because the front, you know, we know offensively, uh, you got to get obviously a number one wide receiver in the mix. But we know we have a quarterback or quarterbacks. We have a great running game, very deep. 
offensive line is a billion times better than it's been. Uh, but I want to see linebackers because you you need to make those plays. There's a lot of great football players in the AC, uh, the ACC, uh, a lot of running backs that will kind of exploit out of the backfield. Uh, you know, I mean, in Miami's front seven right now is not real deep and uh, that it's got to get a lot deeper. And that's where I think the hinge is. Uh, there's going to be a lot of, I believe, higher scoring games this year because Miami's very capable of putting up points. But that's going to be my concentration uh, in, in this camp. I want to see what they get at linebacker. I want to see who emerges, and I want to see who's the playmaker because you're going to need them, whether it's against uh, Middle Tennessee State or against, you know, FSU. You're going to need you're going to need linebacker play, and uh, we haven't had really solid linebacker play uh, since uh, Pinkney and Quarterman. And, I mean, that's the honest truth. Uh, you've had guys there, but they just have never been – you know, as competent and, uh, and we know they're going to be getting in a lot of guys next year, but that's not going to help them, uh, you know, come September. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to be looking at the linebackers, uh, and the depth at the front seven now with Lichtenstein coming off the edge, which really helps out because you're going to have someone, you know, to keep the pressure on, uh, you know, last year you, you had quite a few guys to get into the backfield. So for me, it's the linebackers in the front seven. Absolutely. DJ, what do you got? What do you want to see? I want to see how the running back room fares because. Oh, DJ froze. In the Michigan running game and making it a focal part of their offense. Miami is going to have a talented running back room in their own right. And I want to see what he can get out of that room because that will also take pressure off of Tyler Van Dyke and allow him to be fresher throughout games and also, you know, kind of create a more balanced offense because we do have the talent at running back. Now I want to see how we use it and how we implement it. We have a full room and I'll be interested to see um, if Gaddis uses, I guess I'll say a Michigan formula in terms of integrating his new offense. Yeah, I think he's going to use a lot of different uh, sets, and it's going to be very multiple. I think he's going to go back to his Alabama roots also. Vish, what do you want to see uh, going into this um, this season? That guy should get blocked right away, though. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a pass. Um, <laughs> I'm seeing it. But um, anyway, uh, the uh, I don't want to like actually get him in trouble on YouTube. Um, so the, uh, it wasn't spam. It was just, you know, inappropriate behavior for this stream. Um, but but – I'll go a little bit more. Yeah, don't jump him anyway. It's our people in the chat. Exactly. You'll exactly. <laughs> <laughs> get it. It's much worse than I can do. Um, so uh, for me, I'll take it up a level and just focus on fundamentals. The tackling last year, the missed blocks, the missed assignments killed us. Early in the season, you know, we, uh, fortunately, like like Lucy, we're not starting with Alabama. We're starting with Bethune-Cookman. You know, let's warm up into the season to go to, to College Station and try to win that game fundamentals can carry you a long way early in the year when everyone's kind of a little bit off and trying to get going. That's why you see a lot of upsets at the beginning of the season. So, you know, stressing that cap camp, stressing tackling number one after what we saw last year, but also just being in the right position. So many busted coverage is guys running wide open, like cutting that out, forcing teams to actually work, work their way down the field. And, um, and, you know, not giving up big plays, that kind of stuff can go a long way towards winning. So I, I, I just want to see the fundamentals better, making your blocks, catching passes, tackling things that, you know, you figured 
that you kind of take for granted that we have not done well and it's cost us games. And, and so you come out like that and then the rest of it will come around. There's going to be as much as we love these coaches, there's going to be a little bit of adjustment. They're going to need some game time, like for the offense to really click, but that's why you get those games early, right? Get those games early against teams. We can work on that. You can work through some of the kinks and hopefully by the third game, it's the first big one on the schedule. You know, they're smooth, but fundamentals, once you develop bad habits, so hard to get them back. Here, here's what I here's what I will say about I, I kind of want to mention the schedule really quick before I go into what I want to see. Um, Blue Vish uh, DJ, all of you kind of know this already, but I think it has to be said again. The schedule, it, it, it is what it is. It could be right. Like you could go into you can go in two and zero, and face a two and zero A and M team. You can go in it two and zero and face an zero and two. You don't know. We all say it's the biggest game of the season, uh, biggest game, right? Biggest game, early game, you, you, third game of the season. You're ready to go after two, you know, uh, games where where you're not really facing, you know, big power five teams or whatever. But teams are always teams sometimes get off to a slow start. Sometimes they get off to a quicker start. Sometimes they're not as good as everybody has them on paper being. So you've got so, and that could happen on, on our side too. I'm not saying that it can't, but like. It, I don't think that they're going to focus so much, and which rightfully so, right? I think they, they they just have to take it one game at a time and not focus on, oh, well, in game three, we've got Texas A&M. I think that the progression of this team from game one to game two to game three, like I just want to see every single – and I guess that goes back to what you were saying, Vish. I want to see them fundamentally do the things that they have to do that, sh- that should – that, yes, we take for granted, but that should be done – by any top power five team, by any top football program, get your, you know, make your tackles, you know, uh, uh, follow your assignments, yada, 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 all, all that technical jargon that we use. <clears throat> but what I really want to see is going back to piggybacking what Larry, what Larry said, what, what Blue said is that front seven. For me, the front seven is going to be the most important part of this team, especially with guys like Lichtenstein that you mentioned, Blue, but Daryl Jackson. Uh, Adrian Moultrie, who I know has been injured, but I think he may be back. Uh, I want to see Leonard Taylor get better, get bigger, get stronger. Uh, I want to see how Jared Harrison Hunt uh, comes back, okay? Because that was a guy that earlier on in the year and even, you know, a couple of years ago, we were like, this kid could be special. Kind of tailored off a little bit last year, right? We didn't see much of him. We saw a lot of issues in that front four, period. Uh, That, you know, the outside guys, the edge guys, is Jafari Harvey going to be that guy? Is it going to be, is, is, you know, is it going to be, what's his name? Agude, Mitchell Agude. Uh, Is it going to, who is going to step up on the outside as an edge guy? And of course, the linebackers. Is it Chase Smith? Is it Keontre Smith? Is it is West going to get a lot of playing time? Who are you going to see that's going to step up? And obviously, Caleb Johnson in the middle. But you've got so many things that are going to happen in that front seven. And I think that uh, Coach Charlie Strong, uh, Salavea, Jason Taylor, Roderick Wright, those guys have a, have their work cut out for them because right. that is a very important part of this team. If they want to be able to be dominant and be those SEC-style juggernaut teams, that front seven is going to have to dominate a lot of the games. And the good thing is that they, they're they building that depth. I don't know how good it's going to be just yet, but I'm excited to see what, you know, the kid, the, the Jackson kid, the Moultrie, Moultrie, Lichtenstein, and those guys are, are going to bring to the table. So, I'm, uh, you know, it's, it's a wait-and-see approach. 
obviously they're going to be more than likely they're going to be dominant in the first two games, uh, but that needs to translate against a bigger team. So, um, yeah, go in there and win that game in College Station. That's yeah, go that's in there and it. Win that game. That's it. Regardless of if they're good or not, I don't care. I mean, they're going to be good. So you got to go out there, go in there and win that game. That's, that's it. That's where I'm at. I hear you. I hear you. I'm with it. Um, really quick before we go, uh, big big recruiting weekend. Um, a lot of guys are going to be announcing this weekend. Uh, Jonel Aguero, I believe, is one of them. You've got um, – uh, why am I drawing a blank right now? But the offensive got, lineman, the big kid from Connecticut. Olas Allen? Olas Is Sam Okunlola. Uh, uh, Malik Bryant is another one. Yeah. Um, and the kid that was – And then Kirkland also, I think, is – Peyton Kirkland. Who's the Bonzu? kid that – Oh, Bonzu. Yeah, Bonzu. That's it. The safety. The safety, yeah. So you've got a lot of big-time players. Um, DJ, do you have kind of a timeline as to when they're supposed to be committing? I know um, Allen is supposed to be Friday. Uh, okay. I was just reading that it was supposed to be Friday. It's between us and Alabama. Peyton Kirkland, I believe, is going to be Saturday. I think he said the 23rd, so that's Saturday, right? Right. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, it is. Aguero is Saturday. Um He's trending towards Georgia, and then Malik Bryant is also Saturday. So there's a lot on Saturday. I mean, I'm going to be watching closely for Allen on Friday. Hopefully we can beat out Alabama, but, you know, it's hard to beat out Alabama when it comes to recruiting. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be another busy couple of days, and hopefully Miami can get some wins because those are some very – Good names that are going to announce this weekend. Blue, and the very out. fact, and the very fact that uh, Allen's kept Miami in the, you know, in the final two. I mean, uh, uh, like DJ said, it's tough to beat Alabama, but if you're in there with Alabama, you always have a chance. Um, this will be right back. He had an issue with his computer. I want to ask you something, Blue. It, I'm going to give you those names. I'm going to give you Allen, Peyton Kirkland, Bonsu, Aguero, um, and I'm missing one. Who else am I missing? Bryant? Uh, a Bryant. 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 Out of those five, give me one or two that you really think Canes must have. Because, you know, chances are we're not going to get them all, right? So who are yeah. the guys? That, and Bonsu also. I didn't even mention Bonsu. Yeah. Bonsu. Malik Bryant. Uh, because it's a, a position of need. Uh, this is a guy that has a lot of talent. Uh, you know, I watched him at Jones. I've been up and saw him at practices. These are guys that I had an opportunity to see live. And, and he, he and Kirkland. Kirkland from Dr. Phillips. But but getting him means that you're going to get your room's going to get deeper and deeper. It's going to get more talented because that's the position of need. And and certainly you get him in here next year. He got, or I think he would come in January. And uh, if he comes in January, then you got Charlie Strong and you got uh, Coach Steele to be working with him. And uh, you know by the end of spring, uh, he'll be ready to go for uh, you know his true freshman year and play a little bit. You know, because he'll get in the mix. And because this year you're developing a Wesley Besaint, like as we said before, you have a few other guys, Smith, uh, you know, players like that. But I think he's a must-get. He's a he's one of, he's not a six one one ninety kid. You know, he's a big kid, he's two thirty. Uh he's a he's the guy that he's the guy that Alabama gets. He's the guy that Georgia gets, he's the guy that Ohio State and Oklahoma get, and Miami desperately needs to get a kid who's ready to go rather than a two-year project. Absolutely. 
DJ, you got one kid, one or two of those recruits that you really want to see. Peyton Kirkland and probably Alinen. Uh, Kirk, uh, Kirkland's trending toward Michigan State right now, but I would want to see him at Miami simply because um, it would continue to build the line depth and give Alex Mirabal another player to work with. We we talked about, and I kind of inadvertently talked about, the quarterbacks that are coming in in the future, and what do you do when you have good quarterbacks? You build around them and get talented players at each position to help them out. So Kirkland would be one um, would be one for me, and then and then Allen. I mean, for the simple fact that if we can beat out Alabama yet again, I know we were in on uh, the top three with Alabama for other recruits as well. That would be a big win, and it would continue to build depth. This program is doing a nice job of building depth, and they should be able to continue it. We'll see how many articles I'm going to write this weekend. Hopefully a lot. I hope so. I hope you're a busy man. I hope you're a busy I hope man. so. Vish, we were talking about the, the five guys that are going to be committing uh, in the next you know the next few days or so. Uh, Jaden Bonsu, Olas Anadan, uh, Peyton Kirkland, Malik Bryant, um, and Jonel Aguero. Uh, Aguero. So, um, are any of those guys kind of stand out to you as guys that you want on this team? Yeah, I'm going to mispronounce the name, but you know, I'm taking your job here. But it's, <laughs> it's Um I, I just we need we need to uh, get the, the 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 trenches fixed, and Mario is a trenches guy. So anytime we get, I, I'm trying to not use. Okay, let me just be blunt. A big dude like that. <laughs> you know, get him in here. Get 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 Coach Mirabal. Get get Mario on him. That that's that, that's what. Because I mean, if you get that sorted, we we've we've never had a shortage of skill players, and you can see, you know, guys from here still going to the NFL even as the team struggles at the skill positions. It's always been if we can get the the trenches worked out, then then mm-hmm. the skill positions can shine. So that's where that that is definitely where I'm looking. There is no wrong answer there, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree. I I, I like uh, I think Malik Bryan and and uh, I I would pick the easy one, Jaden Bonsu, because I know that he's he's kind of the one that you know is a lock per se, right? A lot of people are picking him to go to Miami, but uh, so I won't I won't go with Bonsu, but I'm gonna say Malik Bryan, and if we can somehow uh, um, swing swing uh, Aguero back over our way, because I know he's a Georgia lean. Uh, but listen, anything can happen. There's still a couple of days away. That would be exciting that'll get, too. That'll give you a Aguirre and a Guerrero. I know. <laughs> I know. I was just thinking about that. Aguirre and Aguero. Unbelievable. Uh, but I love it. But I love it. Um, make sure you guys – by the way, we appreciate everybody that was on uh, with us. Uh, and, of course, Frank, uh, Coach Frank Ponce as well. We appreciate him coming on the show for a little bit and talking uh, quarterbacks and and some other stuff. But uh, we truly appreciate everybody that's coming on, uh, that's come on, uh, all of our fans, all the people in the chat. Follow us on at Six Rings Canes on Twitter. Make sure you subscribe to the Fibers and Sports YouTube channel. Every Wednesday night at 8.30 p.m. we will be on here talking some uh, Canes football. Next week should be a fun one as uh, Phil the Sleeve starts and we're getting ready for for camp as it gets going. And uh, I mean, listen, after next week, there's only a month left before football starts. So pretty excited about that. Uh, make sure you catch us on the podcast. We will have the Frank Ponce interview cut down specifically just for the interview. So if you guys want to hear that again, you can get on the podcast, check it out later, later tonight, if not tomorrow, or you could just watch this all over again. Later today, it'll be right back on there. We'll definitely tweet it out again tonight uh, because 
Pons really brought it strong too. So we're really excited about that. Uh, Blue, Vish, DJ, thank you guys for coming on once again. Uh, and again, make sure you check us out every 8.30, every Wednesday at 8.30 p.m. on the Five Rings of Sports YouTube channel. Six Rings Canes. See you guys later. And and just Jazz, since uh, just just to end the stream, um, stay on, go back and 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 uh, you know watch our F one show. Oh yes, <laughs> Pit of the Apex starts now at nine thirty. So make sure you check it out. Yeah, watch you our F one show. If you want to see it, I will be wearing a beret because it's the French GP. So that's the only place you're gonna see that. So definitely cut over to that. All right, all right, all right. We'll see you guys there. Take it easy. <laughs> Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.